It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to goods is as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode number 62. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And this is part two of the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon Extravaganza that you ran mm-hmm. in on, what was it May May thirtieth thirty first right <laughs> It's been two weeks. <laughs> right. Last time you heard the whole race and everything and the pre race stuff, so now we're going to talk about. All the aftermath stuff. I don't remember. It was two weeks ago. <laughs> we have to do these earlier. Yeah, we really do. Anyway, this is it. Yeah. We, we rejoin you somewhere in San Diego. Where the hell was it? Marine Base. At the Marine Base near the airport. Uh, and uh, we'll find out how... That, uh, okay. <laughs> You know I don't speak Spanish. In English, please. And we'll find out how it all went. Yes. Right? Yes. So take it away, us. Us. <laughs> Tired. All right. It's flashback. Yeah. <laughs> really set me back. Actually, I was on pace for a P1 
funny. I found the pace group for 4.30, and I followed them for a long time. But then after 20, I couldn't keep up after that hill. Was it hard to get here? Um, a little bit, yeah. It was, um, I had to take a trolley. When I finally got here, um, I, there was like a bag check. Yeah. At the search of. That took a while to get through. I don't know if I can walk anymore. <laughs> I think it's slow. This is the most hurt I've ever felt. Uh, Actually, um, my knee started hurting me and my ankle. Oh no. Um, the camber of the highway was just, uh, it just hurt me. You know, the way it slanted. Yeah. It slanted either left or right sometimes, depending on how it was curved. Yeah. But it just, after that, I was just hurting.
the last six miles. This is the last three. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for picking me up. It's okay. I don't know how um, Danny and Elisa will do. I, uh, Did you check them? Well, I saw them where I saw you. Oh, yeah. I waited around and I yeah. saw them. Um, how far behind were they at that point? Danny was uh, right in front of the five-hour pace group. Yeah. Elisa was right behind it. Okay. She was saying she was wiped out. Yeah. That was at seven miles, so. I probably, I went out way too fast, but I was feeling, I was just trying to go at a comfortable pace, mm. and I felt comfortable. Mm. And then mm. I hit that hill, I don't know. I just like, fawned. Lay down, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna train better for Philly. No injuries next time. I think, I think I would have been okay if I hadn't taken a six week layoff. For the most part, I was okay. And I came in, before I just met you, that's just some woman just crying. Oh. It's like her, either her boyfriend or her husband. Just like crying, like, oh. not happy tears, like. Oh. It's like, what's wrong? <laughs> you felt, I felt so bad. He's like, everything was wrong. Oh. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I really did. Like mile 20. There's a lot of Elvises. I remember that. There were tons of them. They looked 
pretty hot and tired. Yeah. Oh my god. It was way too hot. I saw Elvis with the hairiest shoulders ever. So, how do you feel after the race? I'm very tired. Well, after the race, my, you know, when you run a marathon, your immune system sometimes takes a little bit of a dive. Mm-hmm. And mine did. And then we went to museums and mm-hmm. had a good time. But there's there were a lot of kids and things to touch. Because <laughs> the kid stuff to play yeah. with. And not the you didn't play with the kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but let's say the kids touched it and I touched it and I think there were a lot of germs going on. <laughs> yeah, various little displays and things. Dad, we went to the Museum of Man in San Diego and there were like handprints of like various primates and humans and I'm sure kids put their grubby little booger fingers all over. And I put those in on on me <laughs> somehow. <Yes. laughs> so guess what I wasn't feeling good. Yeah, you got all cold. Yeah, right in the middle of the vacation, so yeah. I'm still kind of recovering from it. So mm. that is why I'm behind on emails. Right. <laughs> we talked about that last week. <laughs> about how you, uh, you you haven't been able to catch up on the emails with everybody. Oh, I feel really bad. <laughs> but in between um, good reason. the vacation, getting sick, and I had so much work before and after the vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't I haven't emailed anybody back. Anybody I should or shouldn't. I don't know. Everybody. So you got a little cold. Mm-hmm. You also I don't know if we recorded this bit, but right after the race, you had to go to the med tent. I had turned it off. I wasn't feeling good after I met you, and yeah. I think I just I don't remember if I even said anything about the race or what. I don't remember very much actually. Yeah. Um, you were very dazed after the marathon. Yeah. It was like strange because usually you're not like after a marathon, you're not like um you're not like totally wiped out. You're not no. like fresh as a daisy either, no. but like you're sort of in the middle. You're tired and you just want to rest and everything, but you're not like Ugh. And after this one, you were really like, Ugh, yeah. like I don't feel good. Yeah, I was not feeling good at all. Yeah. It's my own fault. But But I, you know, I turned off the recorder and everything, and uh, we were waiting in line for the shuttle. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand their shuttle system exactly, but it was like twenty minutes to wait on a shuttle to get to the end of the parking lot or walk there in ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah, which we didn't know at first. Yeah, (laughs) so we were waiting in line for like. 20 minutes yeah well at least and i wasn't feeling good standing up and just as we were about to get on the shuttle i was like so sick (laughs) i was gonna puke on that guy in front of me (laughs) (laughs) and that wouldn't have been pretty for anybody (laughs) actually if you remember i was the guy in front of me were you i don't think you it would have been pretty for you either (laughs) the marine base where it ended is this massive installation and there were there was all kinds of security to get in, and it took forever because um, you had to get off the 
trolley, which is San Diego's um, little transit system, mm-hmm. and then like walk a little bit to the entrance of the base, and then walk some more. It's complicated. And then walk some more and walk some more and walk some more. <laughs> and you know, so when it came to coming, I walked when yeah. I went in. But coming back, I thought, well, it was kind of a long way, and, you know, you're not feeling great, so maybe we'll take the shuttle back. And it just takes you to the end of the base. Yeah, not not anywhere where it's useful. Yeah, it doesn't, like, <laughs> drop us off at our hotel. Yeah. Or even, like, the, the trolley. Yeah. Not even get you close to the trolley. No. You still had to walk, like, what, was that half a mile? Something like that, yeah, <laughs> to get out of the base and onto the trolley. Which, that was my only complaint. Yeah. It's cause, especially because I was so sick. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. You were kind of like dazed, so I thought, well, if we just get someplace where she can sit down and yeah. relax, so maybe that'll be better. But then you were saying, I think I'm going to throw up. I felt bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> we didn't have Mr. Bucket with us either. No. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we were in the middle of all these um, little metal railings and stuff. Yeah. So I said, all right, forget it. I'm taking you to the med tent right over there we pushed our way out and i moved one of the metal things and we took you over to the med tent and you sat down and they suggested you have some cytomax yes because i think it was an endurolite problem like um an electrolyte problem and i should have had endurolites or something like that but i hadn't trained with them so i just thought i'd take some of the cytomax on the course and i took some but not enough because it was kind of making me (laughs) upset yeah but I did take some, probably. I had more towards the end where it didn't do anything. But, mm. you know, Cytomax and me, not friends. So I, I think I, I just, I should have taken a salt packet. Mm. I ran by them and then I'm like, oh, I just missed them with a the salt packet. I should have just taken one. But, uh, and then I never saw anybody with a salt packet again. So it was my fault. So lesson learned. Yeah. I'm going to train with Enduralites next time. Well, you've never really had much of a problem with electrolytes No, before. I usually use the Gator. Every course I've ever been on has Gatorade, which mm-hmm. I figure Cytomax is just like Gatorade. I think. You yeah. know, but it just didn't agree with me, and I didn't care for it, so that's okay. If I hadn't injured myself, mm-hmm. you know, and fallen in that stupid post office <laughs> hole, <laughs> I probably would have gotten the 20-miler runs that I was I had planned on getting in. Because mm-hmm. I only got one, and that was that one where my knees actually started getting really bad. Yeah. And then I never got to do another 20-miler. And had I done that, then I would have tested out the some kind of electrolyte drink or the Enduralite pills from Hammer. And I think the Enduralite pills might work best because they might be... I've heard they're better for sensitive stomachs. The Gatorade or Cytomax or anything, like they don't really agree with you very much. Yeah. And they don't feel good when you're having them. Then you might just want to take the Endurolite pills, I yeah. think. That makes most sense. Our salt packet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was one of those things I ran by the lady with the salt, and I'm like, I'm not yeah. going back. <laughs> but I should have. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. Like, they gave them out twice on the course early yeah. on, and then somewhere. I don't remember where, because after mile 15, I kind of forgot everything. Yeah. <laughs> So how how did you feel when you were actually running? Like, did you feel okay until, like, a certain point? Or did you just... It was till mile 20. That was when I really hit the wall. Well, actually, more like 20 and a half, you know. And I was... I felt 
felt fine. I was doing okay. Like, I was a little humid. Seriously, the week before the marathon, I was sitting in my studio with a fleece jacket and a knit hat on because it was so cold yeah. and freezing and not humid. Well, raining, but it was freezing. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had any humid, really too many humid days, and I hadn't been running in them. So I hadn't been really used to humidity, especially in the downtown area. I know Elisa was, she had trouble with the humidity there, too. Yeah. Because you saw her, and she's, she looked very hot and tired, and it was around mile seven. Yeah. And that was, it was humid downtown. You know, I think once once we got by the water and everything, it was a little bit cooler and easier to take. But other than that, I mean, I wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And there were hills. Like, I saw some people say, oh, you know, the hill at mile nine was pretty tough. It was like an incline to the highway. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Like it did, it didn't even phase me. Blew right by it. Yeah, it just didn't really phase me. But at the end, I think if I had kept up with my training and I didn't, I didn't like lose all like ability in my legs, mm. I would have been all right. But by mile twenty, there was this big hill over a bridge, and I was getting tired. Yeah, I'm like, well, I can keep up. My legs are a little sore, but not that bad. You know, I'll try to drink more, like, electrolytes mm-hmm. at that point, like the Cytomax, mm-hmm. which is probably too late anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, well, I'll just deal with, like, yeah, making my stomach a little bit crumbly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's like, what to pick? What do you want to yeah. hurt with? <laughs> so I chose um, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> at that point before I chose legs <laughs> and then by mile 20 I chose stomach <laughs> so and you know about like mile 20 and 20 and a half I, I'm like I was following the pace group and I was keeping up real good and felt really good with them I felt really strong you know except for mm-hmm. my legs getting a little tight mm-hmm. but then they just they just didn't want to work anymore they were so they so tired Mm. I've never had that happen where they're like, they just didn't want to bend. And <laughs> after that, it was just like a growing mess of death shuffle to the finish line. That's that's where I lost all my speed. Yeah. <laughs> like I would have gotten a PR. I was following you. Um, I actually got to thank Running Realtor on Twitter. I, I didn't get to see the course except for like one other spot. I, I stopped around like the seven mile mark and I saw you and Maddie and Elisa and, and Justin after that, then it was like, that's it. I don't, I'm not going to be able to get anywhere in time to like spot you on the course anymore. Yeah. So I'll just wait until like you're about to finish and I'll go to the end. So I stopped and I realized they had live tracking yeah. after running realtor on Twitter, Twittered that like, Hey, I can see live tracking on the San Diego <laughs> rock and roll marathon website. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to spot you in on certain splits. And uh, you were running, like, on your way to a PR. Yeah, and pretty consistently, too. Yeah. You know, I was basically, for the first half, it was a 10-12 pace. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, up until mile 20, I think I slowed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. To, like, a, what was it, 10-19 pace. Yeah, something like that. That's an average. And a lot of that was just, it was probably just some hills. And I I found the pace group at mile 15, so I just followed them. Yeah. I followed whatever they did. I, I was like totally behind that guy's ass the whole <laughs> way with the sign. Yeah. <laughs> I was so close. I could read all his like notes. Yeah. <laughs> like on where he had to be. <laughs> and that was fun. It's the first time I ever found a pace group ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I always look for them and I can never find them. Mm. <laughs> or or I see them blowing past me, the ones I yeah. <laughs> Which eventually he did. 
because yeah. I, I had to stop at like at mm. 20 and a half miles and by 21 I knew I, I had them in my sights until like 21 and then I knew I had to walk yeah and I just you know and it was just like a hobble yeah <laughs> and it, it was kind of hilly t- at the end not really hilly but it was just like it seemed like steady inclines everywhere <laughs> <laughs> which honestly I don't think it would have been a problem again if I had mm-hmm. kept up with the training and my legs worked <laughs> yeah but um you know it, it felt really hard yeah especially on the highway bits yeah plus my ankle was starting to hurt right yeah I forgot about that like my knee hurt the the, the highway slants a lot mm, it's like sort of horizontally slanted yeah so like one leg would be running higher than the other leg right so i tried to keep to the flattest parts and it hurt (laughs) no matter what you're still running on a slant so like if i ran one way my my knee would hurt if i ran another way my right ankle would hurt which i never really mentioned this before but i actually hurt my right ankle around the same time (laughs) i didn't want to be a baby and sound like a baby but i did something else that was really stupid (laughs) and it kind of has something to do with my bad left knee (laughs) but i was jumping puddles in our basement (laughs) yeah and i just jumped wrong onto my right foot mm-hmm. see normally i would take off on my right foot and land on my left but because of the knee i'm like oh i don't think i want to land hard on my left knee yeah. <laughs> so i pushed off you know, so <laughs> stupid but it didn't it's it didn't i didn't land right it actually hurts more than like my my knee at times oh. but not when running all the time it's yeah. just um mostly when i walk downstairs and uh if i just move it wrong yeah, that's why. That's why I haven't really complained because it really doesn't feel like a. It's, it hasn't really had an issue with the running, but it did when the, when the um when the highway started slanting one way or yeah. the other. Well, it seems to be like an issue like when you move your uh, foot like laterally. Yeah, yeah. So that would apply like when you put your foot when you take your foot and you put it down onto a stair, step onto it, and then yeah. flatten it out. It's like you use that muscle. Yeah, you bit. stabilize your leg yeah. with that that part of the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really want to mention that, but now I am forced to because it, cause actually my knee was fine after the highway slanting bits, mm-hmm. but my ankle hurt pretty much throughout, mm-hmm. actually all week. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucked, <laughs> didn't it? Actually, it still hurts. I can't. I still can't jump, and sometimes the stairs hurt. No. But running's fine. <laughs> I know. I'm such a mess. No. <laughs> so where was I? <laughs> Somehow I finished. (laughs) Mm. And you finished, if I can say your time here, Mm. in 4 hours, 41 minutes, and 33 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, from mile 21 to the finish, my pace slowed down to like a 10.45 pace. Yeah. And that was mostly walking. Oh my god, from mile 22 to 23, I walked. Yeah. Mostly. And 23 to 24, like, I try to, like hobble some more yeah <laughs> my, my legs just wouldn't want to bend so everybody take your salt <laughs> yes take electrolytes yeah you choose the stomach to hurt <laughs> not the legs <laughs> <laughs> but considering you know 
considering that you said you had to like walk some yeah. and you felt bad and you had a bad knee and a bad ankle and you had <laughs> oh six Oh my god, now I feel of... really horrible. <laughs> I didn't mean to be like so whiny. And you had six weeks off from injury <laughs> and the paddle game <laughs> and the remote control. <laughs> considering all of that stuff they had to carry with you. 44133 in bad. Uh, well, it's, it's faster than my first marathon time. Yeah. I think that's about it. You know, and like your first two splits, like I had calculated you would have finished at a 427. Yeah, that would have been nice. If you kept up the 1012 pace. Uh, but it was just that last split from 21 to the finish yeah. that uh, just dragged it down just a tiny, tiny bit, you know. Just a tiny, tiny bit. I couldn't bit. have gone any faster. I'm surprised yeah. I made it. I was, honestly, a lot of times I was just like, I just want to give up. Oh. Yeah, you know, I'm not usually like that, but like it was like I was hurting. Wow, I don't know how I made it. I did. You did. It's a good thing, and I you guess. You did very, very well. I knew I did. I don't want to walk the like, especially the last three miles. That's when I was really, really hurting. And I'm like, I don't want to walk the whole way back because that will take me like an hour, <laughs> and then that will look horrible on my time. <laughs> so I better, I better shuffle along. <laughs> you know, let's, let's make it to that tree or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk up this this incline that seems to be going for half a mile, <laughs> and then I'll run the rest. I did try to run the last mile, though, because I made you run your last mile. <laughs> so I thought, to be fair, I should try to run the last mile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when I saw you run to, in, through the ending part and to the finish line, like, I didn't, I would have never suspected that you were Yeah, that well, bad. there were people watching, so I was, <laughs> I was trying to look good. <laughs> trying to impress them. Yeah. Have you like recovered uh, run wise? Uh, I just started running again this week for the first time. I took a whole week off. I wanted to run after the marathon, but because of the cold, because mm-hmm. of the ankle, <laughs> everything, yeah. and we we ended up just walking a lot of places and then walking and be like, I gotta sit down now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that wasn't very much fun. <laughs> Yeah, we scheduled uh, our vacation after the marathon because we just figured that way then we get it over with and then we can, like, if we want to just relax, we have an excuse. Well, it works out best because I'm more high energy than you are. Yeah. So it's kind of like walking the dog. Yeah. (laughs) You got to get the energy out. Yes. So it's good all day in Mm -hmm. the morning. (laughs) You got to get my energy out before. Yeah. So otherwise I'll drag you around. And I never did adjust to the time difference, so I would have been, if, if I was feeling better, mm-hmm. I would have gotten up at, like, 2 in the morning and dragged out. I know. Because I, <laughs> I was still up at 2 in the morning. So we ended up just walking around San Diego a lot of places. Yeah, and, and resting. Uh, and resting, yeah, taking we care of We had fun, right? Oh, yeah. It was more your kind of, of vacation. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of just rest and read. Yeah. So, so that was good. Yeah, go see stuff at the museum and... 
sit around, have coffee, read. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I like that kind of vacation. Yeah. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. So did you like the crowd support at... Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Although, it's, I think it's better if you're a team and training person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard the recording. Yeah. It's pretty much, hey, go purple. Hey, go team and training. Yeah. And then the rest of us, I guess, can forget it. I <laughs> <laughs> with you. I know. I mean, it seemed like it Not was that they're just... bad or anything. It's just like, there's way more of them than there are of yeah. me. <laughs> it was no short of, like, purple anything mm. <laughs> out there. That must be where they all come to converge or something. I guess so. I don't think I've ever seen so many. Oh. And uh, it seemed like it was just wall-to-wall woohooing. Yeah, it pretty time. much was. It's, it's, it's a good race. I mean, yeah. I would do a rock and roll again if, you know, the big race is fun. Mm-hmm. And get to be around a lot of people all the time. Although everybody was really quiet. You know, one of my things is, like, I listen to people's conversations. Mm-hmm. I know this is terrible, but no. I just, I eavesdrop. <laughs> I admit it freely. You know. Hey, if they didn't want you to listen, they shouldn't say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't pick up any good conversations. Damn it. Everybody was really quiet and focused. Really? See, I tried... Which is nice. Yeah. I mean, good for them. <laughs> you know, I find that entertaining because I like to make up stories about people. <laughs> it enter- it's one of my things. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I ran the... When we ran your half marathon, there was a, there's a lot more conversation in the back of the pack, I think. Yeah. It's a little more rowdy, I think. Yeah. you. Got, I mean, I think you ended up cutting a lot of our conversations. That, but we talked to everybody. Yeah. And everybody was so friendly and happy and, like, you know, excited because most of them were, like, doing their first half marathons. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up it was just too much, like, yeah. to use. It would have been, like, an, a solid three hours. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I guess for the ten twelve faces, it was everybody's pretty quiet and so yeah. concentrating. So it seemed like it was. You said it was well organized too. Yeah, I mean, it started exactly on time, mm-hmm. which is also rare for us. Cause like, <laughs> a lot of races they end up being like Providence, you know, fifteen minutes late because they haven't shuttled everybody in or yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they definitely seemed like they had their <laughs> together. Yeah. Right yeah. There. It was fun. Yeah. But, you know, I like some small marathons, but, you know, where I am in my pace, you know, I'm not... I'm in a smaller marathon, there's not as many people around me. This, I was never alone. Yeah. I was never alone. I, I never had an opportunity to really talk into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> there was always people around. Yeah. I think, especially for a first time, mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. Like, a rock and roll, one of the rock and roll series. I think there's nine of them. I don't know where they all are. All over the place. They're everywhere. They just got New Orleans, too. Yeah, they keep adding on. Because yeah. they did Las Vegas not too long ago, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the bands at all. <laughs> I think uh, we talked to Maddie later, and she said they, they were just talking about like what, they, what their set was going to be every time she passed one. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me at least once, I think yeah. around mile 15 or so. Yeah. Around that time when I saw that guy with the Adidas sandals and the ski poles. <laughs> That's right. He's awesome guy. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that dude. <laughs> I passed I him. I don't know what happened to him. Probably died from wearing Adidas sandals and <laughs> With socks. Yeah. Adidas sandals with socks. They were like slides or something. They yeah. didn't have like an ankle strap. It wasn't like Birkenstock. No, you know. it's the kind that you wear around the house. 
There were a lot of sort of people in weird outfits or... Oh, right? the Elvises were driving me crazy. Tons of Elvises. They were fun at first, but the, the Elvises with the baby carriage and the radio blasting the Elvis music. <laughs> I couldn't get away from them for so long. Yeah. <laughs> they kept coming up, passing me, and then I'd pass them, and then they passed me. <laughs> and then eventually, when I got so tired, I, couldn't, I had to walk, they passed me, and I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. No way. Jesus. <laughs> All of a sudden, I stopped. I can't stand Elvis anymore. <laughs> Other than that, they were fun. <laughs> yeah. I saw Maddie and Justin and Elisa yeah. at like the seven mile mark, like I said, and so I, I we didn't get to see them at the end, no, um, because um, we wanted to go and everything, yeah. we weren't feeling well and everything. But like I did, I can't give a little raise for what they were like at mile seven anyway. Yeah. I uh, saw Justin. Actually, he saw me. Because yeah. I was standing there, sort of like looking for people, and he just like blew right by me with the rest of the extremely yeah. fast people. And Dean Carnazes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? He was like 12 seconds ahead of him at the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Dean Carnazes ran the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon and was right next to Justin, Elise's husband. Which is husband. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> just to be that close. I know. Well, I, we, I had just finished reading his book, Ultra Marathon Man, Crushes Ball Night Runner, mm-hmm. on the plane over, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dean Carnese stars in my eyes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to see him, though. No, I never saw him either. But, I'm well, I must have seen you him. might have. I must have spotted him because I was standing on, like, this curb, uh, <clears throat> watching all the runners go by, and... I saw a bunch of people before I saw Justin, so I must have seen him run by me, but I guess I just didn't recognize him. I, d- I didn't recognize him without, uh, I didn't see anyone carrying, like, a pizza and a cheesecake. <laughs> or, you know, like a bucket of chicken or something, so I didn't recognize Dean Carnegie. Well, he did run from somewhere, like Long Beach or something? Yeah, I think that, that's what I they said. I think that was the report, is that he ran from Long Beach to the San Diego Marathon and then ran the San Diego Marathon. It's crazy. <laughs> Just couldn't, couldn't afford the bus fare. <laughs> oh, who wants to deal with that trolley system? Anyway? Yeah. It was kind of confusing. But uh, so I saw Justin. He ran right by me and he was. He said, Hey, Dan. <laughs> and he was completely fresh and, you know, just looking great and yeah. everything. Apparently, he got a PR, right? Yeah, I think so. His third marathon and his third PR. Wow. Because he's fast. What was it like three hours and change? Three twenty something. Can't remember the time offhand, but it was fast. It was like three twenty something. I want to say. Yeah. And I also saw Maddie. Mm-hmm. She came in uh, after you, and she said it was a little warm and stuff, and she gave me a high five. Yeah. And everything. That so was the nice. humid part. Yeah, that was. It was in the middle of the city, so it was. Yeah. Said it was more humid yeah. that way. And uh, and when well, I not saw, for her because she's from Florida and it's hot there and humid. Yeah, so she's all. She used thought to it was that. cool and not humid. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And uh, and I saw Lisa run by too, and she was uh, she started on with the humidity a little yeah, bit. I don't she think said, uh, "Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> it's so humid." Milk was a bad choice. 
Yeah, she has even less humidity where she's from, I think. I know. She's in, yeah. So, so she she found it even worse than I did. So, but they all finished and did really well. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was fun to meet them. Yeah. It's good to meet people in races. Yeah. It's kind of neat. So, what did you think of San Diego in general? I liked it there. Yeah. Although <laughs> the weather wasn't what we were promised. No. Every report I've ever heard is like it's always seventy and sunny. Yes, I was told to expect good weather the entire time. It was rainy the day we got there, and the Saturday, mm-hmm. and the Sunday it was gray and overcast. After that, it was kind of cool, gray in the morning. It always looked, every morning when we woke up, we're always like, oh, sh-. Yeah, we never went to the beach because it was always, it always looked like it was storm was coming. I know, it always looked really bad. So, and then it was kind of chilly. Yeah, I, I wanted to wear shorts half the time. I didn't <laughs> wear jeans. It was kind of cold. Not horrible. Like I mean, it was. It was. But it was just not what I was expecting out of San Diego. I know. <laughs> so, but other than that, I mean, it was beautiful there yeah. and clean. Yeah, very clean. We saw people mopping the sidewalk. They don't do that here. <laughs> mopping <England>. the sidewalk. <laughs> we came back to our glass. And hyperdermic needles and random used condoms on the yeah. ground. I know. <laughs> Yay, home. Yay. Great. Yeah, and it was really nice. We got to see a ton of museums and walked around everywhere. Went to Old Town. For five seconds. Which is, yeah, not very big. I was expecting something a little bit bigger, I think. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take that long. But yeah. you, got, you got some fun souvenirs, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> I got a luchador wrestling mask, yeah. which I'll put a picture of on the blog, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to wear it at the next race, no matter how many people beg you. <laughs> no, I was saying on Twitter that the the wrestling mask I got was is half green, half red, which are the same colors as the Portuguese flag. And um, someone was saying that, I think it was Gordon from Run to Disney, who we'll be hearing from later in the show. He said, I should run a race in that thing. (laughs) And I said, well, you know, the day of Portugal 5K is coming up in New Bedford. So I said, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That was today. Did we run a race today? No, I did not. (laughs) I had marshmallow fluff instead. Yeah. And chips. (laughs) No, we ate junk food today. So I was really seriously considering it, but... I didn't because I looked mostly because I looked at last year's results and there weren't enough people in there to justify making a total ass of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like dressing up seems to be more for marathons anyway. Yeah, you don't want to do that at just some locally produced 5K because then they're like, who the hell let that guy out of the I, mental hole? I know because we have one. Yeah. Right they over do. there. Sometimes they let people out. And they often dress in funny ways. But yeah, so we had fun in San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's great. Would you go again? I would go. I would too. Yeah, I'd do the marathon again. Although, I'd watch out for like the, the slanty highways. And that was actually the hardest part, was yeah. like the slant. I'd read about it, and I'm like, ah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> 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 I know Lisa. She said that it doesn't bother her. I didn't. I didn't take to it too well. Uh, but I think if I didn't have an injury, I one on each leg. Yeah, <laughs> different spots. Would be, you would have held up better, maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> Again, it was like, what? What do I want to hurt more, knee or ankle? <laughs> these are my just dis- these were my decisions through like the whole whole marathon. <laughs> I made it somehow. <laughs> You did very, very good. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I did learn a lot about what I should do better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, oh, I should say, I'm not going to be doing um, Mount Desert Island Marathon anymore. Right. You were planning on doing that one in the fall. Yeah. But... I've been wanting to do this one for years, mm-hmm. but something always happens. And I think this year I'm just going to concentrate on the Philadelphia Marathon. After what I've done with this race, I've decided to, like, focus to get a really good, hopefully a good race and a PR. Yeah. Because I think I, I, that's just what I want now. Mm-hmm. I've decided. Okay. <laughs> what I want. Not just to finish, and not just to finish strong, mm-hmm. but to actually get a PR. I am going to actually abandon Hal Higdon. <laughs> <gasps> what? No. <laughs> I think it's time to move on. Yeah, Uncle he did okay for a while, but I think it's, you know, I, I know a lot of the injuries are just for me being klutzy, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm somewhat worried that maybe the training was a little bit too much, and maybe I was klutzy because I was just weak from training. I am going to try, um, I guess, Pete Fitzinger now. Pete Fitzinger. Un- Uncle Fitzy. <laughs> Uncle Fitzy, I guess. Yeah. And Justin uses Uncle Fitzy. And look at him. I know. And Petra from the UK uses Uncle Fitzy now. Look at her. She's she, amazing. She got 25 minutes off her time. Wow. Off in London. We bought the book while I was there. That was fun reading. Yeah, we stopped at a very small local bookstore <laughs> in San Diego called Borders. You may have heard of it. Yeah. It was in the guide. <laughs> Seriously. I know. Ooh, that was like one of the few bookstores they had in the guy too. No. So I'm right now I'm actually doing his recovery plan. Taking like a good I'm even I'm making it a little longer because of all the injuries and the hurts. Mm. So I didn't run at all. And then I'm gonna do five weeks of of his recovery plan. Okay. And then go for like the training for the Philadelphia marathon. And so far I like what he has to say. And he, in his book, he advises against doing another marathon and so close, too. So, plus, I don't think, because I feel so, I felt so broken after the marathon, I don't think I would have been able to train early enough for the mm. Mount Desert Island, which is about a month before the Philadelphia Marathon. Right. So I really need that month. Maybe next year. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm not making plans for next year, but... Yeah. We'll do that when it comes. Yeah. But it's small enough where you can just sign up on the day. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> last time we were there, they said to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, were, we were just having a weekend there while the race was going on. Yeah, last year we just happened to be... I think we talked about it last year on the yeah, show, I too. Yeah, so. But we just happened to be there, and we're eating like this very delicious Cuban meal at this fashionable and great Cuban restaurant, and I'm on my mojito, I think my second one or something, yeah. and the uh, owner of the restaurant comes by to greet everybody as they pay their check or whatever, and he's like, hey, you know, so I start talking, I'm talking about running or whatever, and comes up that you're a marathon runner, hey, you should just sign up for the marathon tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> for a full meal with dessert and I wine know. and everything? It would have been tough. Do you want me to die? Yes, I hadn't run more than like 13 miles at that point right. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> in those hills, it's yeah. pretty hilly. Just knock one out. 
<laughs> he was a very nice guy, though. Yeah. I'm just picking on him. Just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Philadelphia. We have a whole bunch of email and voicemails and stuff. So I'll try. I'm to... very sorry to get back to you if I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad because everybody takes the time to write in, but I've been so sick. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on the couch. I'm barely conscious for a while. Oh. Trying to get work done, which isn't going well. <laughs> oh. Don't tell them to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first email we got is from Kevin, aka Stretch Runner, and he writes. You may not remember me, but I wrote you a couple of months ago about the Vermont City Marathon. I remember. I remember, too. Well, this weekend, my family and I are heading up to Burlington, and I will be running the marathon on Sunday. That was... A while ago. A while ago. I know. So I hope it went really well. (laughs) That's a fun marathon. I liked it there. My training has not been as strong as I would have liked, but I am going to focus on the positives and give it my best. For inspiration, I have the two-part Fort Feet Running (laughs) podcast of the Providence Half Marathon to listen to. Uh, and I will fill you in on the details after the weekend. So definitely, Stretch Runner, let us know how that went. Yes. Okay. Drop us an email. We do Please remember do. who you are. I want to know how uh, the hill was with the drums. Yeah. How that went. <laughs> uh, we got another one here from Rosie. I was just listening to your last episode about Dan Stitch. After suffering with stitches for years, way back in high school track, and then now that I'm almost 40 years old, ouch, I finally found something that works. I discovered raw food. If I eat raw food before a race, fruits and veggies, fruit juices, etc., I will not get a stitch. But if I deviate from that, I will get terrible side aches. I'm not sure why this works, but my theory is there's so much raw fiber in uh, so sorry, so much fiber in raw food, it does not sit in your gut and cause side aches like other food does. That of course is just my theory. I could be wrong. I never heard that one. I'm just afraid that too much raw food in my stomach before a race. <laughs> Actually, a lot of a lot of uh, for marathons anyway, they advise against eat kind of raw food for all for like a day. <laughs> Should have do the opposite and have lots of cheese and rice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bind you up, but maybe I'll give that a shot for my shorter runs when I'm closer to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it'd be good for you to eat an apple or two. Yeah, I should eat more apples and raw fruit. Mm, and I love apples. And we got another one here from Big Papa Q, which is different from Sweet Daddy D. Yes. Although their names are very similarly (laughs) constructed. Big Papa Q writes, I'm a very slightly seasoned runner. One summer of running slash training for a marathon for charity. And this spring, I started adding podcasts to my knowledge base and somehow came across you guys and absolutely dig what you guys are dishing. I've been tuned in for about seven or eight episodes now, which I tore through in about two weeks of driving to work, and have found myself addicted. Thank you very much. (laughs) I hope you're still tickled that you completed your first half marathon, and I'm glad to hear that you decided to follow up with another half in Philly. Don't worry about taking the time off. It's good for you. (laughs) That's what I keep telling myself. How's that getting back on the running wagon thing going? Uh, Let's moving on here. (laughs) Okay. Nick, glad to hear that the knee is better and you have restrained yourself from jumping in any more potholes at the post office. 
<laughs> uh, tough four to six weeks leading up to your marathon, but it sounds like you have the experience to be able to still plan for a great race. Best of luck. Mm. Well, most of it was good. Yeah, most of it was. I would say, you know, up to like mile 20, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also, a big thanks to you both for creating a podcast that not only helps the experienced mid-pack runner, but one that helps those of us end-of-the-pack runners. There aren't a lot of podcasts out there for those of us who, if we were gazelles in the wild, would certainly be lion lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Uh, and you can find Big Papa Q at daveandrunning.wordpress.com mm-hmm. read more about him uh, and we got another one from Dave in Buffalo otherwise known as Dave Runner uh, I hope you have a great time in San Diego Nick I know you're not in the shape that you wanted but I hope you have an enjoyable run I ran the Cleveland Marathon on May 17th I didn't get the sub 4 hour time I was looking for but I did finish in 4.15 oh that's pretty good yeah not bad I that sub four is hard. <laughs> go over to Fidipidations. <laughs> I know. He knows. He knows. Best of all. Yeah, poor guy. I do recommend this event, the Cleveland Marathon. Everything is centrally located in the downtown area. The expo start and finish are all within walking distance from a number of hotels. The expo wasn't very big, but they did have some good sales. I bought some Cool Mac shirts for $10 each. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, and they were selling hammer gels, including espresso, <laughs> for $1. Oh, that is cheap. Yeah, mm. that is very cheap. And $10 Cool Mac shirts. We, we didn't talk about the expo at the San Diego oh, one. Yeah. But, like, the t-shirts were so expensive everything was forty dollars oh. i didn't buy anything at least i didn't buy anything either not not, not anything like rock and roll oriented yeah. i did buy those um inji an inji inji socks. socks is that how you say yeah the, the ones with the toes yeah the toe socks so i got like a little bit of a deal on those i like those socks all my toes are all individually packed feels good <laughs> <laughs> The t-shirts were outrageous. Yeah. I took this one t-shirt out. I was like, oh, let me get my a, a souvenir for my parents. I'd get one t-shirt for my mom, one for my dad and everything. And the t-shirt I picked out for my mom was like $50. <laughs> now, we didn't I, have enough money for that. <laughs> yeah, I know my mom's listening. I love you. <laughs> that $50 t-shirt way. <laughs> Just maybe, maybe a little less. If I can, you know. <laughs> anyway continue back with dave he writes the race shirt was a nice tech shirt and they had men's and women's style in different colors depending on what event you were running oh nice um the finisher's medal is a really nice colorful one with a spinning guitar Ooh. Ooh. see i'm okay after philly i'm gonna just try to find good metal races with good medals yeah uh, most of mine are boring, except for the one that says Narathon yeah, <laughs> with an cool. N. And the rock and roll one is heavy. Oh. As all hell. It's awesome, but it's yeah. like... It weighs so much. I think that was part of the, <laughs> part of the problem going back from the marathon I to like, the uh, shuttle. It's so heavy. It was a little bit like Frodo in the ring. I know. <laughs> You're all stooped over and everything. Actually, when we were flying back, our luggage was overweight <laughs> on JetBlue. So they were like, you got to take out two and a half pounds. And we took out the metal and some other stuff, and that worked. Yeah. Like, that, we took out the metal and towel. Yeah, that was a really heavy metal. But it's good and glittery. Uh, we got another one here from Susan. 
I am a Canadian fan who has just recently been exposed to your podcast, and I'm totally hooked. My Sunday running partner, Kristen, told me about your podcast a few weeks ago, and I am desperately trying to catch up. I'm presently at Christmas 2007. <laughs> wow. Kristen, tell her to skip ahead a little bit <laughs> yeah. so she can hear this, all right? I have even played your podcast to some of my work colleagues so they could appreciate your efforts and have get motivated themselves. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm impressed. She better hurry up so she can hear it. I know. Just skip forward and then just go back. You know, yeah. It takes us a while to put these out, so they'll be plenty of time. I know, they've been taking longer and longer now. Yeah. After having run my second half marathon last weekend, there's a favor I have to ask of you. Could you please do a shout-out to Kristen's husband, Jordan Tronsgaard? Who competed last Sunday in Ottawa's National Capital Marathon. He finished in three hours and four minutes and some change. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> that is fast. <laughs> very, very fast. Woohoo! Hey, so way to go, Jordan Tronsgaard. This is for you. High five. High five. <laughs> That's your thing lately is yes. high five. You mean everybody high fives? Yeah. <laughs> That's like your ultimate, like... <laughs> Mark of appreciation. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, Susan. And feel free to play this for your work colleagues whenever you like. <laughs> There's someone else we have to shout out, too, who's Canadian. Oh, yes. Aaron. Aaron, which I didn't get to say it during the race. I was yeah. planning on shouting her out. Happy late birthday. Yeah. Belated. <laughs> Belated birthday. She, her birthday was on the day of the marathon. Yeah. Erin337 <laughs> from the... Um, Try in reality. Exactly. She's going for an Iron Man. Yeah. She's awesome. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a good podcast. Very good. But it was her birthday, so... Happy birthday. Sorry it was late. <laughs> I was going to shout it out, but there were too many people, and then after a while, this. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I could talk. After a while, I think I did try to talk a little bit, and yeah. I vaguely remember going, <laughs> so that I might have said, uh, happy birthday, Aaron, somewhere, but it came out, so Aaron. And we got another one here from Marit, maybe. M-A-R-I-T. You're welcome to uh, correct us. Yeah, sorry I just butchered your name. I was listening to episode 59, and Nick, you mentioned that you needed a skirt with longer compression shorts, and I was wondering if you've heard of Atlanta Athletic Wear skirts. The website is www.skirtgoddess.com, and the commitment skirt is my favorite. It has longer shorts pockets and is really comfortable isn't the that's how you say it (laughs) she's not the first one to say that too we've gotten a lot of twitters and other emails recommending this skirt really so definitely put it on the um, website and if i ever get a couple of bucks to put together (laughs) i'll buy one because they're about fifty dollars Fifty-five, maybe. Wow. Yeah, they're a little pricey. But they're probably worth it. I mean, but they look really nice. Yeah. I have to say though, my my Under Armour skirt is pretty good. 
Good. Okay, although it's not perfect. First mile, you gotta adjust the shorts. They ride up. After that, you're good to go until like the end. <laughs> Never had to like fix the shorts all, right. all the way back to you know twenty six point two and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that. Yay. I like running skirts. Yeah, they seem like they make a lot of sense. Yeah, well, you get the the compression shorts, but you don't have to show your bum, <laughs> <laughs> and you get to look cute. Unless you want to show your bum. I don't really want to show my bum ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you, but you like the sort of. Yeah, if other people want to show their, that's cool. You know, yeah. I'm not anti-bum showing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just personally don't like to show my bum. Yeah, tart. <laughs> Compression shorts are just a little bit too tight for my um, yeah. fashion sensibility. Yeah. When you can read the dates on the coins in your pocket, <laughs> yeah. the shorts are too tight. Yeah. So, you see, the skirt part covers it up. Skirtgoddess.com. We're not sponsored by them. No. I haven't even tried them, but I'm definitely going to try. Uh, we got another one here from Sweet Daddy D. Not Big Papa Q. Sweet Daddy D this time. <laughs> We'll also be hearing from him later on. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Wait, I, won't, I won't spoil it. Okay. But we got, he just sent us a little email here. I must have really pissed off the running gods. I got called for jury duty this week. What the hell? <laughs> you got to be shitting me, I think were my exact words when I opened the envelope. Yes, sweet daddy D wasn't very sweet. <laughs> Man. Uh, he has had the worst luck this year. He really has. What will I have to do to get out of this funk? I know I will sacrifice a running virgin. Maybe, just maybe, I will get out from behind the clutches of hell. I know. For those of you who don't know, he mashed his toe real good. Yeah, he did. And had to take a break from running. And he had poison ivy. Oh, and poison ivy. Yeah. He's just not having a good year. No, he's not. I mean, when I say mashed, yeah. 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 Because of the heat and humidity, when I get done with court, I have switched to running of the evening. At least I'm back on the roads. Hey! I'm on my second week of the C25K plan. Run 90 seconds and walk two minutes. That seemed easy tonight, and this was the first day for that distance, so that is promising. I could bump it uh, up possibly just a bit more in the future. Nice! And he also sent us a picture of his German short hair pointer, Casey... (laughs) Showing us what they think of 2009. It's doing something in the yard. Yeah, we'll put it on the blog. Yeah. Something Stanley doesn't do. Yeah. Which is lift a certain body part yeah. when doing something else. Yeah. So we'll if you can't get that. <laughs> so thank you very much, sweet daddy D. Uh, got another quick letter here from Jeff in Cincinnati. He says, I just wanted to say I enjoy your podcast. Thank you very much, uh-huh. Jeff. I'm new to the whole podcasting scene, so I'm still fumbling my way around. Your podcast reminds me of sitting on a bus while a couple behind me share some witty banter. I want to turn around, but you know what they say about a third wheel. (laughs) I don't know if this is an official term, but I feel like an audio voyeur. I I kind of feel like that when I listen to other podcasts. But in other ones where they're talking to themselves and it's just one person, because then it's like, (laughs) the hell... Well, you're, then you're inside their head, so that's the ultimate. That's, even, that's yeah. ultimate voyeurism. It's a little creepy. Wait, I'm gonna stop this now. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about interrupting and saying hello, Jeff. It's always welcome. Yep. Got another one here from Charles. 
I just have to say I am really enjoying listening to you again at work. I have not been able to listen in a while because I've been so busy with my new responsibilities. You just got a new position. Ooh. Uh, just to give you an idea of how far behind I am, you guys are talking about how you are annoyed with the dead of winter. <laughs> and presently I am suffering through 105 degree heat. Still running though. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be. <laughs> you could have had some of our snow. Yeah. If we just balance it out and then we could all be about, you know, 68 degrees. Yeah, that'd be nice. I just got finished with another run with the Soul Sports Running Zone Group Run, a local running shop in Tempe. So that makes sense that he's very hot in Arizona. <laughs> seemed very hot there. When I finished at about 7.30ish, it was still 103. Uh. Yuck. You can swap out the Y for an F if you like. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Nick, in the episode I was just listening to, you mentioned that you wanted a flat marathon course. The P.F. Chang's Rock and Roll Marathon in sunny Phoenix is in January, warmer than where you are, <laughs> and it is fairly flat. It has a slight uphill slope in the first half and a slight downhill in the second half. Yeah, I wanted to do that one, but we That's couldn't right. yeah. uh, a long time ago, but yeah. I, well, I wasn't feeling right, and I don't think we could have gotten the time off. Right, yeah. January is hard for you to get time off. It's a bit difficult with my job. But uh, I do want to do that one, yeah. for real. <laughs> We've never been to Arizona, so if I'm going to go, I'm going in winter. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, if you ever do a marathon, maybe they can be the... <laughs> yeah, maybe that one. I think it'd be great if you ever did one to do a, a rock and roll. I agree. I have to say, like, if I ever did a marathon... Not that you're doing one. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm Forcing gonna... you or anything. <laughs> not making any promises right now. But if I ever did, I'd probably run a rock and roll one because, well, for one thing, I like music. And for another, they're usually very well populated. Yes. Again, I just don't want to end up being the last person on the course. <laughs> just because I feel bad for the volunteers. Yeah. Another email here from Tom... Just wanted to let you know that I really enjoy the Four Feet Running podcast. My wife and I had a baby in February, and we often find ourselves rocking him to sleep in the middle of the night while listening to your podcasts. Wow. Well, I can put a baby to sleep. (laughs) Or an an adult. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I know that Nick said she would be running the Mount Desert Island Marathon in Bar Harbor uh, in October. Actually, not anymore. But he does have some good tips on it, because he's run it. Yes. I ran it last year and absolutely loved it. Of the five marathons I've completed, this was by far my favorite and probably the first marathon during which I never entertained the thought of giving up while I was running. I also ran a PR by over 11 minutes, which surprised me because I assumed that the hills would make this impossible. See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So the hills seemed reasonable to me. I mean, there are plenty of them, but each long uphill seemed to be followed by a downhill of similar length. It's funny how that happens. All in all, the stunning views and incredible foliage... Not foliage. (laughs) The Simpsons. I keep saying foliage now. (sighs) Because I used to know a guy. I used to work with a guy who said foliage all the time. I know. I used to make fun of him. And he used to take (laughs) foliage shots all the time. Foliage shots? Foliage. You know what? You can't keep making that. I've learned that you can't keep making that kind of joke. No. Because then it sticks. Yeah. And then you start saying it in, like, for real. I know. And then you end up saying words like aminals. Fischetti. <laughs> One thing to know is that the high point of the course happens around mile 24.5, so be sure to keep something in reserve for that fairly difficult stretch of road. 
However, once you hit the top of the hill at mile 24.5, where the top of the hill restaurant is located, uh, the rest of the course is flat or downhill. When I was starting to run out of gas at the 24-mile mark, I kept telling myself that the race basically ended at mile 24.5, which made it easier for me to climb the rest of the hill and then glide to the finish thereafter. My 26th mile was actually my second fastest mile, which is incredibly unusual for me. I'm usually hanging on for dear life by then. <laughs> I also think the rolling hills made the race easier on my joints. This was the first marathon where I had zero knee pain for the full 26.2 huh. miles. And I really want to do it. Yeah. I just don't think I'm ready for it this year, <laughs> fortunately. I'm going uh, for sensible yeah, this time around. I think that makes sense. I guess so. And he also writes, Dan, nice job on the chicken salad half marathon. <laughs> I really enjoyed this suspenseful two-part episode in the tale of the mysterious stitch. Oh, and I must say that the chicken salad looked disgusting on the website, even though I know you said that it was very tasty. Yeah, it was really disgusting looking. It does. It looks like toothpaste or something. <laughs> really nasty kind. But it's actually really good. Uh, thanks for keeping us entertained over here as we spend endless hours rocking our little guy. I hope you plan to keep the podcast thing going because you clearly have a knack for it, and we really enjoy it. That's very nice of you to say. Put your arms around me, baby. Oh, don't find. Just say you're mine, all mine. So we got some messages, voice messages here from a whole bunch of people. The first up are from Sweet Daddy D. Hey, Nick, Dan, this is uh, Sweet Daddy D down here in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Uh, on a break here from uh, walking an hour. Uh, just thought I would uh, take this time to tell you how much I appreciate your podcast and uh tell dan congratulations on his half marathon and nick get better i know how it is to be hurt i've run into a uh, a little bit of bad luck in 2009 i wish i could do it over but uh oh well i'm still upright got to keep a positive attitude uh it's all you can do you can't get mad at it i mean there wouldn't do you no good if you could so anyway just uh appreciate the podcast and uh i'll keep you guys updated on uh my recovery from my toe it's feeling the best it's felt in a long time so i guess we'll talk to you later hey nick hey dan this is uh, sweet daddy d down here in springfield missouri i'm at my favorite place today uh the springfield nature center it's on the uh, southeast edge of springfield uh, I took some pictures. I'll probably send them to you along with this. Uh, you wouldn't even know that we're in a town of uh, 250,000. Uh, it's just wooded, deer, turkey, uh, all wildlife here. It's really great. It's, uh, it's just surreal to be in here, just the wind blowing through the leaves and stuff. And on my way back from uh, my toe injury and... Uh, was up here walking, thought I'd take a break and give you guys a shout. Uh, hope you guys are doing good. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So thank you very much, Sweet Daddy D, for those voicemails. Sweet Daddy D! That was amazing. Thank you very much, Sweet Daddy D. Hey. He's got a great voice. I know. It's nice to actually hear him. I know. Glad you're feeling better, Sweet Daddy D. Thanks for all the pictures and stuff that you're sending. Mm -hmm. Keep sending it. We love hearing from you. I like Casey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to teach Stanley to lift his leg, so I'm just showing him pictures of Casey doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you be more like Casey? <laughs> yeah, Stanley pees like a girl. <laughs> yeah, he squats. <laughs> so we got another voicemail message. Let's hear it. Hey, it's Funderson. Um, that's right. I'm going to check. Uh, congratulations, Dan on your half marathon. That is awesome. And also, um, Nick, good luck on your upcoming marathon. But I, I just want to call and say congratulations and to say that, yes, we do have bears and cougars here. I saw a bear about a mile from my house the other day on the road. I always run up, so so I don't listen as much in the spring when I'm running. Um, I have to listen in the car, but uh, it's better than nothing. I love you guys. Um, thanks for the show. And congrats and good luck. What? Funderson's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't run with us in the spring and get eaten by a bear. No, please. Please don't. <laughs> listen in the car. <laughs> I don't want any listeners eaten by bears. No, I don't want, I don't want any responsibility for that. No. Stay safe. Plus Stay away you. from the bears. <laughs> wow. Well, for some reason, I guess I thought Funderson was a guy. I don't I know. know why. Just the name. I mean, I don't know what would make the name Funderson be male. No, yeah, it's really not not one way or the other. It doesn't really go anywhere. The other. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that, but... I don't know. It's very nice to hear from you, Funderson. <laughs> it's always fun. Funderson. <laughs> I love that name. I know. I know. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for calling. Uh, Don't get eaten. Please. Yeah. It's not worth it. We're not worth getting eaten by bears for. Not much is. No. It would be worth getting eaten by a bear for. Um, think of one thing. Jeez, yeah. I can't think of anything that would be like, yeah, I'd get eaten by a bear for that. I mean, even if it's like, well, if you won like... Let's say you won like a billion dollars in lottery, hmm. and they, you get like ten years to spend it, but at the end you have to get eaten by a bear. Would you do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you'd have I never want to be eaten by a bear. You'd get ten good years, and then after mm. that, it's like you're gonna get I eaten. Yes. I still want to get eaten by a bear. Yeah, I guess so. There are better. There are other ways to go. I'm going to go for one of those. All right. We got another voicemail coming up right now. Nick and Dan. Hey, this is Gordon. Just wanted to call in and congratulate Nick on the rock and roll marathon in San Diego. Way to go, even though you had some late run, late race bonking issues. And I have a theory on that. I want to share a theory. I've been, I've been thinking about this. Um, first, uh, I went to the Nashville Country Music uh, half marathon and marathon in Nashville, Tennessee, and I bonked, uh, which is no surprise. I'm, I'm, I'm a major league bonker. I'm an MLBer. Uh, but then you have problems at the rock and roll in San Diego. So let's, let's think about this. We need to think of common themes. Um, 
It wasn't the weather. I mean, it was hot in Nashville. It must have been nice weather in San Diego. I'm told that the weather never changes in San Diego. You had rock and roll music in San Diego. We had country music in Nashville. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the music. Um, so what is the only common theme that may contribute or may have been a direct cause of both our late race problems? John Bingham, the Penguin himself, was at both races. He had the microphone, he started it, and I'm afraid that the rock and roll series of, of races around the country are, 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 are suffering from the curse of John Bingham. And the only thing that's going to break this curse is perhaps a great Dane and his best friend Shaggy and a couple of friends riding in the mystery machine. And I can only hope that at one time, John Bingham tied up as we pull off his mask and see who he really is, we'll say, and I'd have got away with it too, if it weren't for these meddling kids. All right, enjoy San Diego. I've never been there, but I hear California's nice. Uh, I'm stuck in Alabama, and I can assure you that it is not as nice as San Diego. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Wow. Thank you very much, Gordon. That was great. <laughs> Damn, John Bingham. Bingham! <laughs> Who's John Penguin? He's the penguin from Runner's World. He writes the column. I don't read Runner's World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a real runner then. Oh. oh wait, I don't get Runner's World either. <laughs> do you get their tweets? I do. I I do subscribe to his blog. Oh right. Okay. He's. The penguin, I think it means something about slow runners. Oh. And he gives advice. So maybe I should probably read that then. I guess so. It's, okay. He has good advice. Okay. Although, damn, he messes up our races. <laughs> Curse you! <laughs> so thank you very much, Gordon. We really appreciate it. And we got one more voicemail here. Uh, we are going to play that right now. Nick and Dan, Dan and Nick, Nick and Dan. Dan and Nick, Nick and Dan, Dan and Nick. Nick and Dan, Dan and Nick, Nick and Dick, the tri- si- just say that three times fast. Hey, it's their dog. And uh, I am, uh, let's see, 41 miles in, eight hours, and 13 minutes into my 50-mile uh, fun run. And uh, it sounded better when I thought about it in my head earlier in the day, but I'm a little bit tired now. So, uh, But I said I would call in, and I thought it would be better to do it on the road after a few hours, which means I've run for eight hours, and that's more than I have done all week in 40 hours of supposed work at work. But I'm just waiting for summer vacation. So, hey, uh, wanted to drop you guys a line. Dan, congrats on the uh, half marathon. That was outstanding. And thanks for giving me all the tips for putting my little uh, podcast together and with all the editing tips. And I think you should, we should do like a podcast or conference, and you could teach everybody that knows nothing about GarageBand and we could all look at it like an iPhone and go, ooh, and ah, as you teach us the intricacies of GarageBand. And then, you know, you could have the Trilogy guys show how to piss off everybody using explicit language. They could do a little seminar. And then Gordon could do a thing on hair. Oh, wait, he didn't have any. Hey, and then uh, Nick, I also tried the uh, espresso hammer today. Mix it with a little vanilla in the flask. 
There's not enough caffeine in those damn things. 50 milligrams? What the hell? I'm running at it like 3 o'clock in the morning. My eyes are kind of shut. So, uh, and if I heard right, you are like doing two miles to warm up before you run a marathon, which means you're only like three miles away from doing a 50K, which is an ultra. So if you do it at Dan's pace, oh, wait, just, just kidding, Dan. You could easily complete an ultra. So love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. And I'm out. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dirt Dog. I think your problem is 3 a.m. for <laughs> these I don't think there's enough caffeine for 3 a.m. There's enough caffeine in the world for 3 a.m. You know about 3 a.m. Oh, so, yes. So is there enough caffeine at 3 a.m.? No, not mm. really. I used to, when I worked at like 3 a.m., I would just pound the coffee and have like tons of it. I'm sure more than 50 milligrams. And I would still fall asleep at work (laughs) (laughs) in a secret hideaway spot somewhere in the office. I can't believe he says this a fun run at 50. Every time I hear this, I say that same thing. Fun run. (laughs) You and your fun runs. That's amazing. So he's able to, he's got the presence of mind to give us a phone call in the middle of a 50 mile run. Would you ever do a 50K ultra marathon? I don't know. (laughs) It's really hard. So, how long is that in miles? I'm not on the metric system yet. It's like 30 something. 31. 31 miles. I know. I, I probably could. I mean, you, yeah. they say that if you train for a marathon, you can probably pull out 50K. a 50K. It's just four more miles. <laughs> just Five. four more miles. Five. <laughs> oh, right. Five. <laughs> Math, <yeah>. honey. <laughs> 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Five, five digits. <laughs> I'm not on trial here. God, I hate I know. So check out Dirt Dog and his yeah. podcast, too. It's real good. Yeah. I think that is it for all the feedback we got. That was a lot. Well, it's because it's been a while. I'm happy. I feel bad. I can't get back. (laughs) So anyway, we have one more thing we got to get to before we get out of here. And that is we have another giveaway in the Four Feet Running Book Club. Yes. We sort of hinted. Dean Carnazes, we said he was there mm-hmm. at doing the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. Yep, I, I finished it on the plane. Yeah, and I've started reading Ultramarathon Man uh, midway through it, and it's really good, so we are going to give that away as part of our next book club giveaway. There you go. We are going to give it away on July 1st, around 7 o'clock, after 7, Eastern Time. That's P.M. P.M. Yeah. Not in the morning because I'm not awake. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Wednesday, July 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Yep, around then. Mm-hmm. Starting at 7 p.m. <clears throat> so look for us on, well, actually, on the Daily Mile, on Facebook, on Twitter, and the blog. We, we, we advertise it all simultaneously. <laughs> if you kind of happen to be on there, you'll probably see it. Yeah, so. yeah, and the first person, once we say. That we're giving away Dean Carnese's Ultramarathon Man. The first person to write back after we say that and say, I want the book, 
You get it. No and strings attached. Yep, we'll ship it. Yeah. Right away. Yep. And we just hope that, you know, you know these are all a gift from uh, Sweet Daddy D. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his hope was to have everybody in the running community to share and, um, and read these. Mm-hmm. So we can all be part of the book club. Yeah. So once you get it, if if you can, share it with other people. Mm-hmm. Advertise on your podcast or your blog once you're done. Yep, pass it along. Mm-hmm. There's a whole description of how all this works on the Facebook group page. Yep. Which is on Facebook. There's a link on our blog site. It was a fun book. Yeah, I'm liking <laughs> did, it so far. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Some things, you know, feel like you. <laughs> <laughs> Some but, of the gory details yeah. of his... Uh, well, we already established I do not like toe things. Right. So when he starts talking about toes and yeah. toenails and things. But otherwise, I think it's a real fun read. Yeah. It sort of inspires you to run ultra marathons and also makes you want to go, why the hell would I ever want to do that? <laughs> so I'm not sure where to go yeah. with that one. But Dirt Dog's the guy that really asks those questions, too. Yeah. <laughs> he says it's not as bad as all that. I yeah. asked him. <laughs> So, I think that is about it, finally. Hooray. So, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, the email address is fourfeetrunning at gmail.com with a number four. Don't spell out F-O-U-R. It's a number four. Feetrunning at gmail.com. The phone number is 206-350-1677. That number is 206-350-1677. The blog page is... Fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com with a number four. You're not going to get there if you spell it F O U R. Oh, God, this is taking forever. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, go to Facebook, follow us there. We're on the Daily Mile. That is it. Where are we going to race next week? Actually, our next race is July 4th. You know what? We might be doing a race next time. <laughs> <laughs> God, every podcast is a race. I know, what the hell? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, because we're going to run a five-miler uh, with uh, John from the Poi. Yeah, so he'll be, hopefully he'll make a third appearance. Yeah, he'll be like, the, he'll be like Tom Hanks on SNL. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he'll be part of the three-timer club. Yes. So, from us, we'll see you later. Bye. See the San Diego skyline Driving up from Mexico Just follow